Hello, listening people. Hello. You're listening to Spin Polish Presents Unappreciated Masterpieces. I am one of your hosts, Ron Swinski. And I am Bartek. Hey, Bartek, how are you? Good, how are you? Oh, okay, I'm very good. You seem very confident. <laughs> We're doing our show, Bartek, the show in which we present to the audience, the listening people at home or on the bus or in the grave, the show in which <laughs> they could be dead, uh, the show in which we provide a feature-length audio commentary tracks for the movies that seemingly don't deserve the commentary tracks, the movies that society has shunned, put in a shallow grave next to the listening person. <laughs> and they, and we are here to to counter society, counter the ratings of critics and audiences alike, and say, hey, this movie is definitely not a 6.7, but a 10. And that's what we're here to do. Bartek, why we spin polish? What's that all about? For those people who haven't listened before. We are spitting polish because we are always spitting, except when we record, except sometimes, and we both happen to be Polish. That's correct, Bartek. I mean, Bartek, that's definitely not a Romanian name. No, definitely not. It's Possibly. Ve- it's very Warsaw. Exactly, whatever that means. <laughs> so, Bartek, what's the movie we're watching? Because I don't know. We are watching Vaga Censka. Repeat that? Vaga Censka. Vaga? Vaga. Censka? Censka. Censka. <laughs> Vaga's trench coat. Okay, so <laughs> what's that? I don't speak Polish. Even though I am Polish, don't speak the language. I, I just haven't unlocked that ability yet in the game. Vaga means... Game's life. Means wait. Okay. Waits. Like waits as in I'm waiting? As in the thing that you use at the gym. Oh, Those kind of waits. Oh, that you use at the gym. Yeah. That I did use at the gym when I went for a bit. <laughs> okay. And... In 2014. I say in 2019. And Czeska means heavy. Oh, we're, we're watching Weight Heavy? Weight's Heavy. Weight's Heavy. My favourite movie, <laughs> Weight's Heavy. <laughs> so what what is that in English properly? Like, what are we actually watching? Because that's not the name of the movie, is it? We're not we're actually watching Weight's Heavy. No, no, no. Just like every non-English language those, those, those primitive words speaks, they do the thing where they mix up the words in the sentences, so they're not in the way we do it in English. So in actuality, since there are only two words, just put them the other way around. Heavyweights. Heavyweights? Heavyweights. The heavyweights? Yes. The Disney film? Yes. Oh my god, about the From fat kids going to fat camps? 1995, yes. Yes. Bartek, <laughs> we have a guest. We do have a guest. Is the guest a fitness instructor? That's working at a fat camp during the summer? Uh, before, is it Tony Perkins? <laughs> before we started recording, I heard they say they have a new job, but I didn't hear what it is, so it could be. Our guest is returning guest, Sam Core. Sam Core Strength Core, how are you? It's your boy. <laughs> it's so Mr. Boy. Fucking Sammy. <laughs> Back from the dead. Is that what the doctor said when you were being born? Well, <laughs> when he was being born, they put me back in and then pull me out the second time. When he, was, back. when he was being born, he's dead. Put him back. I thought to say that when you said it's your boy Sam Cole, but then you said back from the dead. I'm like, I'll still go with it. Back from the dead. Last time I was here, we we tackled. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. Which was also a Disney film. That's, I'm seeing a trend here. I didn't I'm mean this for a trend. I didn't think about this being it's a Disney like, movie. Apparently but... I'm the Disney guy. <laughs> we had a friend once who, every time we had him on for a while, we only picked films that were set in the desert or had scenes <laughs> in the desert. So like, oh, I guess you're the desert guy. You're the sand boy. <laughs> I'll take it. So take you're it. the Disney boy. So you people at home or in your grave need you to grab a coffee, huh? You people. <laughs> you my know, my you, people. You know who you are. 
<laughs> Sam's people have to have a copy of the film Heavyweights. Get it ready. Put it in whatever device you're watching it on. And get ready because I'm going to do a countdown from three down to one. I'm going to say play. You're going to press play and we'll be lined up as we speak about the movie that is Heavyweights. So get ready because I'm going to start this in three, two, one, play. So Sam... I did not intend you to be the Disney guy, but I did not realize that this was a Disney film because I'm the one here who suggested this movie for us to do. I was like, we need to get Sam Kaur back on. What movie do I think we need to do with him? And I was just like looking through these movies on our list and stuff. I was like, you know what would be a good one? Heavyweights. It's you know, got like a really fun atmosphere I'm and it's just with, Ben Stiller being crazy. I'm fine with being the Disney guy providing that the next one that we watch is Mulan. Mulan? The the, the live action remake that they're eventually going to do? Was The Emperor's New Groove a Disney Yes, movie? it was. Oh no, that's... That's With our homeboy David Spade, oh, mm-hmm. John Goodman, yes please. That's I gotta <laughs> say straight away, that took me back. It kind of did the intro thing, and then straight away it just said heavyweights. Yeah, just, but yeah, really. Quick. By the way, we're watching heavyweights. It's yeah, like, it's not. I know, bu- I just, it's not bullshitting around. A kid's got a tie dye shirt like, on. We're you like know, it's thirty 90s. seconds into this. I I remember. Exact mullets everywhere. You know. Yeah, that's a filthy mullet. You're you're jealous. And there's a kid on the roof. I mean, why wouldn't there be? I hope it's a kid. I got sure really, really. I'm, I'm not sure, but I got really jazzed when I saw some names of people, and there was a person in the titles, David, and I was like, oh, David oh. Bowie's in it, and then <laughs> yeah. it's like, no, it's David Bowie. Don't get confused, you idiot. I'm like, if David Bowie turned up in this movie as like Ben Stiller's dad, yeah. that would have been great. But it's right. Say for a movie like where the whole recurring joke is that like they're fat. There sure is a lot of running. Well, you know They'd what? Pull off some long distance. He kept I up with the bus. I couldn't do that. He's well, keeping up with the bus. Well, you know, you know what though? <laughs> the guy in real life thin now. Get out of town. As an adult, That's cheating. But all right. I mean, he ran after the bus so much. <laughs> he <laughs> lost weight. Too many takes. Too many takes. Yeah, they exactly. To, they had to film that scene last. You know, you know Owen Wilson. I know the actor. I know he him. has an older brother called Luke Wilson. Yes. No, no, no. And Luke he... Wilson's the younger brother. You're... Andrew Wilson's the older. You're a fucking liar. Oh, Luke's Andrew. not the youngest, is he? Okay, Luke. I thought he is. Luke Wilson's the brother of Owen Wilson, and he's in films like Idiocracy, and they call him One Take Wilson because he is so good at acting that they only need one take. This kid, Many Takes Sam, whatever his name is. <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> many Takes Aaron, they call him. He just needs so many takes to get through a running sequence. This dog's fat, too. Did anyone note that really down? Well, he goes oh, to yeah. dog fat camp. He was dead That's before the, the movie even premiered. <laughs> <laughs> like, usually, last time we had Yon, I said in 101 Dalmatians that I worked out the maths and all the dogs in that movie would be dead by now, including the puppies. And yeah. you're like, why did you have to tell me that? Yeah, I'm still recovering. In this, that, that dog would have been dead before the premiere. Uh, why do you, you do this every time? <laughs> He's so fat. He actually oh. does. Yeah. He's so fat. <laughs> This is, I mean, this opening sequence is obviously just kind of like, look, in a, a day in the life of, and something about this, well, him just smashing a whole jug of lemonade. Well, it's not just the day in the life, it's also the day in the life of the last day of school. It's, you know, uh, and it's a very special, you know, when you're at school and it was the last day and you finally get to go on the big break, there's always that kind of special aura about it. Like, yeah, we yeah. get to be crazy and yeah, I get to run and do all this crazy stuff because now I'm free. And then you come home and your parents are sitting there and Tim Blake Nelson standing in your lounge room oh, going, yeah. hey, there, kitty, you want to go to 
a fat camp and you're like my dad's dr phil i don't know what's oh, going on it. that's it see when you when you uh i mentioned this briefly before but when you um t- uh, told me what movie we were going to be watching yeah uh and i looked it up and i was like okay ben stiller like this so no, you have no history with this movie no no none but i mean ben stiller i was like well that's 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 pretty safe and then all throughout and I, in that opening sequence i was like i don't really remember any of these names in the in the credits <laughs> but then so many times throughout this movie you're like oh that person right? it's like oh my god there's that and i can't he pops up and i'm like it's the it's the Buster guy Scruggs. from oh no a worse reference than that it's the guy from the Ed Norton Hulk. Yeah. Yes, it is. Mr. Mr. Blue. Yeah, yeah. That's Samuel him. Samuel Stearns. Yep. It's and all he happening. Was... And he, and yeah, it's uh, George's dad from course. Seinfeld. Those are Ben Stiller's real life parents. Get out of town, both Jerry of them. Stiller, and, and that's the mum. Yeah, and uh, wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, Jeffrey Tambor. He is known for being the the father in Arrested Development or the grandfather. Yes, I, I do recall. And also the dad in the Hangover movies, like yeah, the, the, <laughs> it's like yeah. don't get chlamydia or whatever. Like so, uh, herpes. Uh, herpes. Vegas stays in Vegas. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of famous or soon to be famous people are in this too. Like this was mm. written by Judd Apatow who's known for doing all those movies like 40-Year-Old Virgin, Knocked Up. Right. And I did notice the director yeah. uh, did the Mighty Ducks. Everyone's favorite ducks. The That's Mighty right. Kind. The Mightiest. So, Bartek, what was your history with this movie? Did you have any? No, I hadn't heard of it. So, when, in fact, when you told me what the film was, um, I it, it just went over my head. It's like, okay, we're doing an episode at this time. All right. Yep. And then I was like, oh, the day before, I'll check what the film is. <laughs> Yeah. Now, Bartek, yep. we recently did a film called Fido on a monthly show, yes. and that had Tim Blake Nelson in it, and he's here in this movie, and you were not as familiar with him as an actor. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to see him again so soon? He, he was the villain, right? Or, no, no, he no. was the next door neighbor. Oh, the sleazy one. In the film Fido that has Billy Connolly as a zombie. All he's, right. uh, he's Mr. Giannopoulos, who's like a sleazy <laughs> guy who sleeps with zombies. What the? Uh, zombie yeah. guy. I mean, look at him. If you see, if you see, not this fat kid, but the the, the sleazy guy who's selling the fat camp, he looks like a guy with sleep with zombies. And he recently was in the Coen Brothers movie that's on Netflix, The Ballad of Buster Scruggs. He played Buster Scruggs. And yeah, it's a entertaining history. So my history with this movie, guys, is I have seen this movie many a times, never in full completion. Because right. this is one of those <laughs> really? movies that you would find. On TV, on Channel 7 in Australia, and you just tuned in at 4.45, and you're there for, like, the last 20 minutes to maybe the last hour of it, and you go, oh, yeah, I love this movie. This is the one where Ben still is a crazy guy that runs the fat camp. I, I don't know how I missed it all these years. Man, you just missed out, you know? You were I just got, blind. i got to say, there's the, almost immediately I noticed this kind of recurring theme where they really like to, to do those shots. You see him before when uh, he's chatting in the lounge room, and he's like, I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going. And the next <laughs> shot is him going. Yeah. yeah. And then there's another one. Cu- it's called great editing. Just everyone keep that in mind because that's something that they like to do a lot in this it's movie. Just called good, it's called good editing, <laughs> They're man. very, very shameless with their uh, bait and switch Well, it's shots. just it's just great editing, you know. It's just slap, bang, boom. This is fantastic filmmaking. Bartek, it's your boy Keenan Thompson. Who? Keenan Thompson. Never heard of him. Oh, Kel. <laughs> from Keenan the Thompson fame. playing Kel. <laughs> your favorite uh, boy from Big Fat Liar, Keenan Thompson. Yep. 
And he was Fat Albert too. He was Fat Albert. We've, we've oh my god, he was. And he, he's also in a lot of Saturday Night Live as well. He's I still there today. Apparently, he's like the longest running, running guy, guy because something? no yeah. one can get rid of him. He's like a tick. <laughs> Um, now, this was one I wanted to... I, I didn't want to, like, spoil too much of this sure. myself by looking it up, but I figured I'd ask you guys. Sure. Is he fat? Yes. Oh, well, there we go. All right. I'll <laughs> see you guys later. Alert. No. Um, he was one where I'm, I'm staring at him going, I've seen him. He's great. He's great in this, too. Yes. He's definitely one of the higher points, especially on the on, on an yeah. acting level. Definitely. That's correct. Uh, what the hell else have I seen him in? He's been in a bunch of stuff. I'm pretty sure he was in Billy Madison. Uh, it says here is his, the actor's name is Tom McGowan. Tom McGowan. Yeah, I actually Billy did look Madison. him up. I, I swear he's he's a part of that stable. He's just like I I did look him up, but I can't remember off the top of my head. He's just kind of in everything. I, I mean, to be honest, I thought of Billy Madison when I saw him, but that's because he's driving a bus. That's right. It's <laughs> maybe not, it's maybe not, it's, not, it's not Chris Farley though. So. Uh, no. <laughs> maybe I looked at him and I was like, yeah, sky high. There's a bus driver in that too. <laughs> what is it with bus drivers being fat and See, everything? It's, it's a movie about fat camp, so they had to have the one shot with all the. Oh no 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 no! That's Taco just America. Bell. That's just America, oh, man. Oh my mistake. My mistake. Your mistake. Sorry. Your mistake. This is 1990s. America, Silly very me. different to a nowadays America. Yeah, that, that's just in which there would be a subway. That's just town hall. <laughs> that's just town hall's front yard. <laughs> yeah, that's just town hall's front uh... yard. So you two, not having a history with this movie, having not seen it, what were you kind of expecting from this? What were you kind of going into with this? Well, I guess because uh, when I when I went to find it online, all I saw was the poster but it was like a small one, so I didn't really mm. get to see. Is that the see... one where they were holding the dude up in the sandwich above? above yeah, the yeah, and, yeah, and the yeah. dude's not Ben Stiller, right? No. It's Paul Feig, <laughs> who I guess is the antagonist, <laughs> according to the poster. It's, uh, bizarre. Yeah, and so I looked at it, it was small, so I didn't look too closely at it. I'm like, oh, there's some people holding something up but and there's, there's the title <laughs> Heavyweight, so I, I really had no idea what it was about. Out. So when it started off in like a high school kid getting out, I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not about, uh, I'm sure it's not about like, you know, world-class boxing or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, he got shown the video and it's like, oh, okay. It's a fat camp film. And then, but I, I like how you say that with like such assuredness. Like, oh, you know, those famous <laughs> fat camp uh, you know, movies. It's just, oh, another one of these. Well, it's, it's a camp film, but specifically fat camp. And I didn't know if it was going to be like, oh, are we going to have like a fun one or is it going to be like a camp crusty kind of deal? Oh, <laughs> and what did it turn out to be? Um, Can you imagine a whole movie where it's just about these kids going to a fun camp? And no conflict comes. <laughs> like, a, it is a little bit of a video. camp crusty, huh? Yeah, Camp Krusty, uh, yeah. Camp Fred. Yeah, and basically, basically, yeah. When when they were showing the video, I'm like, okay, is this gonna be like a bait and switch thing? But then when he met Keenan Thompson there, and he was all into it, and everyone's really into it, I'm like, oh, okay. Oh. Well, this can't. They're not. They're not trying to trick. But then him, you saw right? Ben Stiller's name in the credits earlier, and you're like, mm, no stuff's gonna go bad because Ben Stiller's here. <laughs> See, I had I had no idea. You were like, the movie's heavyweights, and I was like, well, that could. I mean, that could be. That could be anything. <laughs> and I and said, then, it's got Ben Stiller. Anything on it. except lightweights. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And then we would we were chatting, and then we were like, okay, it's gonna be you know this day and this time, and then we, we were like, cool, see you there, man. Like I'm really jazzed about it. I'm really excited about it. And you sent me back the gif of him of Ben Stiller <laughs> running down the aisle doing the high fives to both sides, and but no I, one's high fiving him. 
I mean, look, seeing it now in the movie, it makes sense. But at the time, I'm looking at my phone, this tiny little gif, and I'm like, what the hell is that? And honestly, I was like looking at it, going, is he like, is he, is he like a, is he like a, uh, what, what do you call those guys in like a wrestling ring, like a yeah, promoter yeah. that come on and they're like, yeah, in exactly. the red corner, like, yeah, exactly. Like, the is, is it yeah. like a boxing movie or something? Is he like a, <laughs> a referee or something? Yeah, like I, no I also idea. knew that Sam had no, no idea because he stopped responding after I said that. He was like, no more responses from me. <laughs> That's typically how conversations end with you, Ryan. We talk about something, you send a GIF related to it, and no one says anything. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I I make reference to the thing that only I have seen, and people are like, well, I don't want to reference in response because I don't know what the fuck that image is (laughs) or what that quote is. Um, can we talk about uh, Tony Soprano Jr. here and how great great he was in this movie? This guy's like a little fat Tony. Oh, is this Josh? Joshy that's, boy. That's correct. He uh, may he may he rest in peace. I saw him on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> Did he die? I, I asked him if he wanted to come. He said no. <laughs> he said no. I'm said too no. busy eating. Yeah. It says here the actor's name is Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss, huh? Uh, the most Italian name there is. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was great. I thought this guy was going to be in the movie far more, but then they decided, no, no, we're going to get rid of him for a little while and, then and make the back. audience <laughs> think that he died, mm. which was perfection, might I add. So, I yeah, this is one of those movies that I'd never seen in full 100% mode, but mm. I remembered Ben Stiller's performance, and I remember very vividly when Dodgeball came out, uh, everyone loved Dodgeball. Iconic. That movie's kind of unappreciated now because people kind of don't talk about that movie anymore. They like, should. And people kind of look at it like, meh. But I remember that movie was quoted by everyone. Everyone was quoting so many things from Dodgeball and Ben Stiller's character was like one of the most popular characters since Dr. Evil for like, you know. Oh, yeah. And stuff like that. And now people don't talk about it. But I remember seeing uh, Dodgeball and I was just like, oh, oh, he's playing his character from Heavyweights. And he kind of is. That's true. It's just That's, the character like 10 years that. earlier. It's I like, need to, I need to go it's a very or... similar voice and very similar arrogant attitude, except for, you know, Tony Perkis, he has a little bit more um, uh, tragedy to him because you kind of understand why he is the way he is on a level. While, while Dodgeball won, he was fat once and then he lost a lot of weight. And that's kind of like... I'm simplifying it, but this one has like more daddy issues, and then Ben Stiller turns up as his own father, even though Jerry Stiller was in the movie. <laughs> to of be course. like, oh, have you ever had that happen, guys? Where uh, chocolate's melted on you, and then your friend eats it off is, you? This is not sanitary. And yeah, did you find it <laughs> yummy, though? No, it's never happened to uh, me. Tape doesn't like me that much. What, oh, because you're hairy? Is that why? Or when you were a kid, tape just was racist to you because you're Polish. Well, you know how you know how guys are. We're always going around oily and stuff like that, <laughs> and hiding at the beach. salami in our back so it doesn't stick on you. Now I want to say this. Uh, th- now you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. I might be generalizing, but here in Australia, the whole camp thing, summer camp, or like getaway holiday camp, is not a thing not here. Not a thing. Not I a thing. To, I went to Polish camp twice. Okay, tell us Again, about that. Against my will. Tell us about Polish camp, and was it in Poland? No, it was here. Okay, now you're really going to fucking tell that's, me. What the fuck is... Do, do they send you out to a camp that, and they make it snow on purpose it's, so you know what it's like in Poland? No, no, it, it was in Hillsville. Where? What? Hillsville. I don't know where the that most is. Polish place in it. <laughs> that's where Hillsville Sanctuary is. I'm from New South Wales originally, yeah. so I don't oh, know wow. Victorian suburbs. That's uh, like, what, an hour or two drive from here? Uh, I reckon it'd be an hour tops. Well, yeah. you see, he was a kid back then, so everything mm. felt longer. 
It's um, so. Yeah. What the fuck is Polish camp? Is it like fat camp? No, it's just it's just a summer <laughs> camp, but everyone's Polish. And w- what do you do? Do you um, do Polish activities like eat Polish traditional foods and dance Polish dances? Like, what's the what's the go? I mean, other than the Polish language and like the camp song being in Polish, um. It was a camp song. Do you yeah. recall the song? Was it the national anthem in Polish? It wasn't the national anthem. I recall some of the lyrics. Um, I can sing it later if you want. Um, I want it now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're leaving me waiting? I, I, I promise, I promise. Um, yeah, <laughs> it, it was just like general events. Like, oh, we, you know, we had cabins. Mm. We there, there was like some, there are places around Hillsville that you can go as a group. Like there's a maze, um, oh, swing pool, stuff like that. But a Polish maze? Where at the end of it, there were Nazis well, waiting? Well, Ryan, this is Australia. It's, <laughs> it wasn't a Polish maze or anything like they that. They constructed but... it for you. But just a detour off of that, we've got to give some standing... We've got to give an ovation to Jerry Stiller here. I mean, oh, usually we're used absolutely. to him playing nasty guys like George's dad or, or Zoolander's manager. But here, he's actually quite sad and sympathetic. And he still gets his Jerry Stiller zinger where he's like, make sure you the check thing, the check line. But yeah. it's interesting to see him being a kindly old man that people look up to. While more other things, he's kind of like the slimy guy that's always got a scheme or is grabbing women's asses going, tushy squeeze and stuff like that. But in this movie, he's like supposed to be like the kindest old man and they make a mural out of him. I just thought, you know, very sweet. So Pat, looking him up, he was a regular on Everybody Loves Raymond. He was one of his friends or really? co-workers. He was also a regular on Frasier. Okay. He was in Bad Santa. Ah, oh, he maybe that's maybe that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. Bad Santa, you know. I don't know how much I want to admit that I've seen that movie. He was in but... Sabrina, the no, Teenage Witch. I can't help you on that one. Oh, you didn't love Sabrina? He was in The Birdcage, the Robin Williams movie. You know, th- this is really I think the point where the movie lifted for me. Oh yeah, when think, Ben Stiller came in, it was really optimistic. Uh, no, up to this even point. even the scene just then when he's like, "Never let anyone sign your checks," so I was kind of like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah." <laughs> like, it's a real that like kind of went went it's up like a, a joke you have notches. to think about a bit more. Yeah, um, it was, uh, that was I was kind of like, "Huh, that's yeah. funny." <laughs> it's becoming more mature, and then Ben Stiller's here with the greatest aesthetic behind him. The green and purple and blue aesthetic is just something to die for. That was the other thing is I wasn't sure. I, again, when it was like. I guess I should have looked at the year it came out, but I wasn't sure what Ben Stiller was going to look like. I was like, is he, is he going to be one of the kids? Like, I don't, I don't know. And then, of course, this movie came out in 1971. I, no I have no idea. So then, we, a few weeks ago, we did um, The Cable Guy, which he directed and had minor oh, really? appearances in. Yeah. yeah. So And that was like a year after this. I he, love he the walks idea up that. He the stage, and, and I, was, he kinda, I was like, oh no, he's definitely a, definitely a grown ass man. And then I was like, I wonder what he's going to look like. And he kind of spins around and I was like, oh, it's just Ben Stiller. <laughs> what did you expect him <laughs> to turn into? He's ben not Stiller. Eddie Murphy or Mike Myers. He's not going to go in prosthetic makeup that's and change. He just true. changes his hairstyle and that's a kind of it or has a mustache. Well, Talking well, about dodgeball stuff, look at that globe. It's That's Globo Gym. Which he refers... Exactly. Big time. And then he refers to the globe later on in the movie as an Icarus reference, <laughs> which was great. Uh, <laughs> which was just so 
fucking great. I loved that was a, this was one of my favorite little gags just here where he says like I'm gonna show you the light, but I love that before that he's set up that his father exists and his father is known for being a light fixture king and mm. all the lights in the camp are from him and he's just like and then the chandelier comes down and I just love <laughs> that it's just like a little touch that you didn't need in the movie, but it adds so much yeah. to the nuance of 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 Tony Perkis, which is our main antagonist and. You know, a lot of kids' movies these days would not have an antagonist like Tony uh, Tony Perkis. I mean, he literally walks on glass at the end of this movie. There's that scene where he lies on the bed of nails. Yeah. And it and he ah oh, that actually made me cringe a little bit. I was in fear. I, a little. I yeah, was man. Like, I, I was like, is this is this shot gonna cut? And it didn't cut. No, because Ben Stiller's <laughs> fearless. Oh, wow. And also, we don't have kids' movies these days where like the antagonist is a popular comedic actor in the same way that we do with this. Like, usually there'll be an animated movie, like the Emoji movie will have Maya Rudolph in it, and you're like, no. Oh, there's, there's the gif. Will there's the gif. Yeah, there's the gif. And, uh, yeah, Lego movie will have Will Ferrell in it and stuff like that. But, like, seeing Ben Stiller here, and he's, like, playing this weird psycho character who's super ripped, ripped and fit, and he looks like he could, like, tear you apart with just like his pecs alone as well as his arms now let's talk about this guy here oh. mm-hmm. Lars or as Bartek called him before the episode Han yeah my mistake <laughs> and I'm like what, oh. what Han Solo Is he, was he in the movie Harrison Ford I didn't see him in here or oh, everyone's favourite Han Solo Alden Ehrenreich you remember that movie Solo I it, didn't see it it made money so yeah I've seen this movie a bunch Didn't doesn't he look like Macklemore just saying. <laughs> I just Not wanted wrong. to point that out. Not wrong. He looks exactly like Macklemore. I just wanted to point it out because we already got the dad looking like Dr. Phil and him looking like Macklemore. There's a lot of lookalikes in this. He's also incredibly ripped. I mean, as he should be. It, well, very true. He's very he's true. very he's very ripped. Accurately cast. Silent. <laughs> and then they be silent. Um, when you guys were growing up as children. What were some of your go-to favorite snacks to eat? Like a candy or a chocolate or a donut? What was your cake? What was your go-to snacks? You mean like like uh, like if Treats, we had like nibbles, like some after-school shit or? I don't know your environment, man. Uh... Just what was some of your favorite uh, little treats to eat while growing growing up? Because this movie was making me hungry yeah, for true. for those <laughs> treats that I had as a kid. Like I was what? like, mm, a good caramello koala I would still really have the suit same, me. The same now, you know those those jelly beans, uh, jelly bellies. Yes, and they, they have all the all the flavors and that. Man, yeah. I, I was eating those like two days ago. Man, and that's that that's that's, that's was, top shelf. Right I was there. huge into minties. Oh. Loved minties. Oh yeah, that was up there. Loved them. They were my they were my go to. I'm like, mm, some minties, please. Mm. L- lolly bananas. And then Bartek's gonna be like, mine was Polish stew. <laughs> that was my treat. <laughs> as was- I lived in Polish <laughs> camp. There wasn't a Polish treat that I had a lot as a kid. Um, Ice. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's it's this um like these these little wrapped rectangular candies. They were called mamba. 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 Well, did you have five of them? <laughs> I, I think they're like five or six in a pack. That yeah. was terrible, but I liked it. <laughs> you, you appreciate it. 
Um, so you had you had them. They were good. Well, how would yeah. you describe them? They were like they were just little hard candy or no, they like were chewy. Toffee? They were softer than minties, but they oh, weren't okay. they weren't super soft. Would you say it was yeah. like a like a fantail? Kind like of a thing? Werther's original or. I just want to get to the bottom. Maybe toffee-ish. Okay. Toffee-ish. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I, I, do these exist? They're like mini slip and slides. Yeah, this is new to me. This was well, Ben Stiller's huge dick. That's not oh, new yeah. to me. No, we've, we've all seen that before. <laughs> we've all seen. We've all seen something about Mary. So, <laughs> but still, candy-wise, I'm way more into chocolates than any other. Oh, I meant like snacks yeah. in general, yeah. like treats and snacks when you're a kid. Like, like my go-to was like minties. I loved a good uh, caram- caramello koala. Those I like were Freddos, yeah. Um, yeah, Freddo frogs. Just Freddo frogs, frogs. But, yeah. but they're shaped like frogs. Yeah, I've never, I've never really been into caramel. Growing up, I'm a little bit, bit more into mm. it now, but yeah, yeah. never been I, big on it. I also loved uh, Cadbury's cashew chocolate blocks, which they don't do anymore. Because... Cashew chocolate. Yeah. Is it? Is it literally just chocolate? It's just chocolate with cashews shoved in there. Well, the hell yeah! Why do they not do that anymore? Because they think for some reason people like Black Forest cashew, uh, Black Forest Cadbury. Blocks. No one likes those. Those fucking yeah, suck. Ryan I can just hear my, I can just hear in the faint distance my fiance's soul going, I like them. Black Forest. Well, you're wrong. Yeah, Ryan, you bring that up a lot. <laughs> you say there's a community online that like There's wants a to people know what's going online on. that are like, Where are they? Bring them back. And Cadbury's like, We'll bring them back when we feel like it, basically. <laughs> it's been like well over a decade. I miss yeah. them. And I bring them up and people are like, I didn't even know about those. I'm like, How did you not? They I were there all either, the time. Yeah. Well, you were too busy at Polish camp. Where there was so I went you. twice, Ryan. I was like nine and ten. Nine. Why didn't you go more times? What was the I cutoff? Didn't, I didn't want to go. I, oh, I think there was a what about it? Like 15, 16. Oh, that's when you become a Polish man and you're not allowed to one, come back. One, one of our family friends, Kamil, uh, he went. He loved it. He went until yeah, he was too old. Really? Yeah. So what was it about it that you didn't love? It's it's not that I didn't have a good time when I went. I just didn't want to go. Cause camps suck. I was. I'm more of an indoors kid. Like, I had a good time when I was there, but, you know, I'd rather, yeah, more indoors. So, Ben Stiller's rocking this hairstyle. What would you say this hairstyle is? Beyond description. Beyond words. (laughs) Okay, but uh, I was going to say it's a mane. <laughs> but beyond description, ah, I forgot about that word. Main. <laughs> okay, if you're gonna bring in a general word like that, then I guess it is in description. If you're gonna bring descriptives, then God, <laughs> like I love that. But Lars is just pushing them, pushing all. them all, and then he wants a massage. Lars is fit. Like, I know he is, but, like... Are you surprised to learn that this actor is just an American guy from Chicago? Yeah, named, like, Tom or something. Yeah, just named Mr. Normal Not Lars. I was shocked. I think it was, like, Tom Tom Hodges or something. Tom me up when they were in the cabin. Yeah, Tom Hodges. And, uh... The kid goes, "Where? That's a Lars. That's a stupid ass name. Where where are you from?" (laughs) And and it's like so clearly Germany. And he walks up and he goes, "Fuck." I thought it was a Swedish name. It's something. Yeah, well, it's in that region, I guess. It's in a lot of regions, I guess. But uh, I know there's a Tekken character named Lars that is Swedish. Your favorite game, Tekken. No, we're just we're just talking about it before. I know, I know, Lars Lars Ulrich of Metallica. Lars von Trier, the filmmaker. uh, you know he's 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 Danish. There you go. Well, those these three countries are all in like the same. Let's just say Nazi, just to lock it down. Uh, you're seal it off and throw it in a can. Was there much Scandinavian Nazi? I don't know. Melding. I don't know. They they don't talk about it. 
He's really in his um. What was the name of the company in Globo Gym? Yeah, Globo That's Gym. So Globo Gym, I can't. I can't even. He can't. He can't handle it, man. He's he he's shocked now. I rewatching this movie, actually seeing it for the first time. This movie really reminded me of one particular movie we've done on this show, Bartek. Mm-hmm. Major Pain. Yeah. Where you know you have like this insane super fit competent but also in completely crazy fitness military whatever guy in charge of a group of kids but in major pain he's the main character yeah. and that he grows to appreciate what the kids are about and he changes well in this movie ben still is the antagonist yeah they and bo- he does not change they both have their ulterior motives in a way like the, the major pain he's he wants to go back to the army he wants to go back to the army and this is him proving himself but it's a bit more direct Whereas this is he is like a financial goal. Oh yeah, yeah, Tony. Yeah, to prove that his fitness thing works, yeah. which it doesn't. Well, it might. We don't know. The kids never tried. They never implemented it. They do, you know, run twenty twenty miles at one point, and we don't really. That's true. Yeah. But then they have That's a whole night saying, of man. eating buckets and buckets worth of food. How you know? I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm buying this whole they're 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 ridiculously overweight thing because they're pulling they're pulling off a lot of shit that I could. There's no way that I could uh, stomach that. Well, were you a fat kid? Y- yeah. Well, c- could you run twenty miles? <laughs> Absolutely did, not. Did you try? Well, I. No. Well, there you don't know. Well, that's true. You don't know. You don't know. Maybe maybe you need to go percussizing. I never did the metric <laughs> yeah. conversion. Like in high school PE, right. <laughs> sorry, I could never know for sure. In high school PE, we always had the one point six k run, which one point six k is a mile. Yeah, um, we did it like two or th- two to four times a year, and I always came two to four times. Yeah, we only did that once a year. My school. Yeah, I don't know. What the- I mean, we had a park right across the road from that school, so maybe we were down it. the road from like the soccer field, so yeah. we did it. And I remember I would always either come last or second last, and if I came second last, it's because like I was walking with my friend, and then I ran ahead at the end, and that's it. You fucking <laughs> cheat. You dogged him. I remember one year. Care. I remember one year I did it and I ran backwards because I was bored of doing it each year. And I was like, I already know that I can come within the first top five. So I was like, why can't I run backwards? Oh, yeah, it and, was and, fun. And on top, and on top of the what, four one point six k runs, we always we also had a yearly thing where we'd go to this park not too far from the school called Kakarook Park, which is this massive park, and just do one lap around that. Was it a Polish park though? Kakarook? Yeah. I don't know, this Aboriginal sounding... No, no, <laughs> you, you say it with a Polish inflection, it can be... Kakarook! <laughs> well, it sounds got, Greek now. I got a, I got a mad story about, um, like, cross countries and, and all those, like, running things they used yeah. to make yes. at school. Did, did you nearly kill the director of Ghostbusters, Paul Feig, with a baseball bat? No, Ah, then, okay, bummer. Ghostbusters 2016. Oh, you mean I Ghostbusters? Yeah. Uh, Beck and the Call, or uh, answering the call? So you have a running story. Oh, God, that was... That was a that was a classic. I was a very cheeky kid in high school, you see, and we. Uh, I, I could tell. Thank you. So one day they set us up to go on. It was like cross country, yeah, tryouts or whatever, and they got all the, the whole all the year levels to do. We had to run from the school to Lilydale <laughs> Lake, which was right near the school, all the way around, which is maybe like three k or so, and then back. Yeah. Right. And I think it was like the first ten people that came back. It was like you guaranteed got into the 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 cross country between all the schools right right so you're supposed to run down this path but me they said go and everyone took off and me you know being cheeky as i ran to the shops 
which was near the lake and kind of like yeah. just did my own thing. Came, ran through the bushes, ran through some trees and that, came out at the other end of the lake and, and, and the teacher, someone was kind of manning it but didn't notice. They were like, good job. Like, you're doing really well. <laughs> like, you and I, you know, and I, at that point, it's kind of like, dude, there's no way I did like three kilometers in like a minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> but they uh, don't, But they yeah. were just like, keep going. So I was like, all right. And I just kind of kept going and I was running back. I was grinning to myself. I was like, this is going to be so funny, man. Like, I'm going to be like, sixth or fifth or something everyone's just gonna blow everyone's mind i ran up to i run up to the table and they're like oh good job you did so well write your name down and i look down at the bit of paper and it's blank yeah of course (laughs) you won i was the first one there and i think like i had this moment in my head they gave you a medal and you're like the best guy i had this moment where i was like this has gone too far because I, I, I like had a little that's so Raven moment where I like saw into the future and saw me going to the cross country, <laughs> getting flattened and coming dead fucking last. And I was like, this has gone too far. And so it comes back to reality. And they're like, write your name on the paper. And I was like, I cheated. Nah. And I just took my Zooper Duper oh, and fucking God. went and sat down. <laughs> you fucking crazy. I love it. The teachers would have been like, what the fuck was that all about? We just- like, wow, he's so great. He won't even acknowledge it officially. Uh, I just want to reference a movie for a sec. We just missed my favorite moment of the movie where Ben Stiller is going through the uh, rations and he grabs the like giant cabanossi bends it and goes yeah. deli meat and deli throws meat. it and just fucking <laughs> i don't know why that resonated so hard with me that all day today because i watched it last night yeah all day today i was like i was making a sandwich which i was like making peanut butter sandwich i looked at my fiance and just went deli meat and like i threw the butter knife and do <laughs> over so, my shoulder so, I was like so, deli meat so is that the hello of this week oh yeah definitely <laughs> deli meat i just love the way that ben still also I love nuances of actors. Ben Stiller has a certain inflection with certain lines that oh, really delivers the delivery. singers. And one of my favorite things he does, and he kind of does it during this sequence here, which is he does this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> he wants to interrupt you. Like, <laughs> no, like the Dr. Evil thing, yeah. Yeah, but better than Dr. Evil, I would say. Like, Ooh, take that, my boys. No, no. Like, you know, Ben Stiller okay, does yeah. it in all of his movies. So Dr. Evil is just like one time wonder with it. But like, Ben Stiller does it like. I just love the way he does that and whenever he comes and whispers into you you're like look you know you know ben stiller could punch you so hard so this I is, love his switch is this gonna be the transition to- <laughs> <laughs> what's that Bartek? this is the transition you're telling me about like an iris oh god oh yeah this transition is exactly the type you would have for an in memoriam yeah video it came at out the oscars nowhere. or at, uh, at an actual funeral here it's it just like and here it is he's like he's laughing and, <laughs> and, he's and, <laughs> <laughs> and the music is angelic oh, like he died uh, and then it cuts to this and they're like he he's turned into gone it's like a tiny <laughs> memorial and he's gone and then like and then someone says he's dead and like the editing says so too <laughs> Keenan Thompson kind of looks like he's wearing like a red beret or something did you not notice that uh, transition when watching it I think I just forgot about it yeah it's just so poignant in my brain I love how I love the freeze frame as well yeah yeah the freeze frame and the movie has a freeze frame ending so it really works. it should have gone into like slow motion before stopping that would have been extra well, just to go into cross-country stories for a second, I went to state for co- cross-country. I oh, was really? really good at running. My best friend was. I'm not good at swimming. So whenever we, we ever had swimming friend, exactly. carnivals, I would just not go. Like my parents would say, you could stay at home because whenever you go to a swimming carnival at school, you're just sitting there 
at the stalls just looking at w- people in water. And at my town, there was only like one like one pool that they used for the swimming thing. So you'd have to wait. And then like, and you weren't allowed to go swimming in the other pools because you had to be in the competition. So I, I just didn't go. Well, at least with a cross-country event like the like uh, athletics carnival, there would be other things like you go go shot put over there and long jump over there. Yeah, and, yeah. So I would go to those and I would always do the cross-country and the, and the 100 yeah, meters and, and, and running yeah. stuff. So... I went to state for cross country and I packed my soccer my soccer boots because the place they had it at it was raining 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 and it was at a soccer field that we had to do like a big amounts of like multiple soccer fields and we had to run this uh, course that they had made and part of it went into the woods that were uh, the bush around it too. So I brought my soccer boots because I knew that if you just had normal joggers on, they would just squish in the mud and you would probably break your ankle. And uh, one kid did get a hairline fracture in their ankle. Me, I didn't win, but I did a lot better than a lot of the other people. And I remember very vividly, I was like the country town kid and all these other kids were like from more rural like more uh suburbia places and they're like where are you from kempsey and they're like kempsey and they're all snooty to me and i'm like oh fuck you like i was just like i'm gonna kick your ass kicked most of their asses i came like within the top five of like Damn. however many so I, I was good at it That's i was like yeah impressive. boy so when i watched this movie i had no sympathy for these fatties um, you know, this, I'm this on Tony Perkis' here side here. Not even when they were chasing the cow, right? One of them's got a tennis racket. I felt sorry for the cows, man. But they're running too. I mean, they couldn't catch cows. I could catch a cow. Well, you're you tall. Could catch a that cow? means you're strong. I, I reckon I could sprint after a cow and at probably... least catch up to it. I can catch a cow that's eating. If I throw <laughs> if I throw a Pokeball at it, I could catch it, man. And oh, you're... you're there uh... was a cow Pokemon. Was there? Yeah, Mil- Miltank. Milk Milk Tank. Tank? Yeah, Milk Tank. <laughs> Miltank, yeah. Surely there was a, there Milton. Was a couple of... Surely there was another cat Pokemon. That's, no. That's, uh, there's, the there was a bull Pokemon, Tauros. There is. There's another one. The Gen Gen 5, they had <sighs> Buffalon, and it's just Tauros with an afro. Hey, okay. can I'm we not talk, making that up. Can we talk about the little red-headed boy that is not French, but he's wearing a beret and a Les Mis shirt during what? this whole sequence? Yeah, 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 Les yeah. Mis- he's wearing a Les Mis t-shirt. Yeah, you, you guys... He's also, I'm telling you, we're going to have to watch this. Like, the kid with the bright red hair and the round glasses that later on we find out has burgers. in. Like He has oh, the him, burger right, supply, yeah. which we never find out where he gets these from. They just go, oh, we have a stump that I hide food in. But where do you get burgers from? We never that, found out. That's such a savage retort from like what looks like a nine-year-old. Well, you she's know, like, nine-year-olds... She's, can... she's like, why don't you show him how to be bulimic? And it's like, <laughs> god damn. You know, nine-year-olds... Yeah, there he is, wearing Les Mis shirt. He's, you'll on. see it. You'll see it proper. So he's on the right-hand side of the frame of the group when they shoot it that yeah, way. Yeah, I was but, looking uh, too far right. Um, yeah, I agree. That That's Zinger. Now, can we talk about how this movie has Paul Feig, or Feig, who knows, the director of Ghostbusters 2016 and Bridesmaids and Spy, and he's responsible for Melissa McCarthy having a film career? I just so, want to really praise his existence. That, which one's he? Point him out again. He's the council. Oh, the, the one they the one that they make fun of for being skinny because he used to be fat. the school counselor so, for guy. Really, he's the director of uh, there he is, Ghostbusters. Lame is. Oh my god, it is. Too. He's the first one to start dancing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the one. He's the director start of the of the of the 2016 yeah. Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh my god. And bridesmaids and spy and, and a what, whole like bunch of other. And like one of those was good. Uh, which one? 
People really like bridesmaids, I don't know. Right? Which, which answer is like, you You have to leave now. I don't like any of them, but do answer. I have an absolute disdain. I have an absolute disdain for modern comedy in America. had definitely had some moments. I was dreading that movie, and I, I went and saw it with a with an ex, I think. Oh, uh, yeah. But there was definitely some moments that cracked me up. Terry, you could say of Terry Crews. none that are coming to mind. Terry like, Crews is a fitness instructor. That's the only good part. Just because it's Terry Crews coming in and he's like, I'm big and black and strong and you're going to work out, ladies. It was, it was a very big deal when it came out. Everyone was talking about it. Well, everyone kind of pitched it as like the female hangover, but yeah. then it, it was nothing like the hangover. It was a totally different movie. No, you're right. It was still cracked they out. Need, they, needed, they needed Ken Jong to be in it. They did. They did. As, they needed as, female Ken Jong. As does fucking... Marvel Avengers Endgame has Ken Jong in it, it for it no does. apparent reason. I'm yeah. not shitting you. No That's not a spoiler. He's just in the movie Wait, and he's on. got this ridiculous mustache that they glued onto his you face. You say no spoiler like as if you haven't seen it. Oh yeah, but people might be like, oh guys, you're ruining it. I didn't know he oh, was good. Thanos' no, dad. I just, I, like, can you imagine dude, if Ken Jong Ken Jong was Thanos' dad? <laughs> you're going to have to edit that out. Uh, yeah, I'll just bleep it out. You said it a... wasn't a spoiler. That's exactly. No, he's just in it, and he's no shit, Bartek. Ken Jong is in in it, and he's wearing like this big hat, and he's got like this big mustache. Looks like 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 a, a bandito mustache that they just glued onto his face. Really so is this does. just a cameo or something? He, yeah, yeah, he's just in it. He's just well, in it for no reason. The majority of the community cast has has had cameos in those movies. Now. Not Chevy Chase. Not Chevy Chase, and not Joel McHale, sense. and not whoever the hell Britta is. Uh, uh, Jillian Jacobs and uh, not Annie, but then all the other ones. Uh, so basically, none of them. <laughs> but the but but the um the dean has yes uh, Shirley has Arbed, uh and and Donald Glover of Donald course Glover. was quite prominent in Homecoming. Yes, uh, Ken Jeong. Yeah. Uh, and someone else that's not. I, I don't know if John Oliver has, but I hope one day. Oh jeez. <laughs> He gets to be the voice of everyone's favorite speaking bird in the Lion King movie that they're doing that I'm totally looking forward to. I'm looking forward to John Oliver's lot, yeah. Zazu. You see that picture of... of well, uh, all their emotionless, expressionless animal faces and then there's one of a photorealistic warthog. It yes. looks fucking terrifying it and gross. Terrifying. And it just says Pumbaa above it and then when Seth Rogen retweet, retweeted that, he just wrote, I am Pumbaa. And I'm just sitting there going, no, you're not. <laughs> No, you're fucking not. Uh... Well, you're going to be surprised when you see the film and see that he's Pumbaa. I would love it if he, they recast him really quickly and they just put <laughs> the original voice in and he was like, I said I was Pumbaa, see? He's all lame is. I don't know why this kid's dressed French-like. Now, do you have any theories as to why the dance ended as soon as it started? Like, this dance had been active within time for, like, ten minutes. Well, I, I feel like in his he had a little uh, monologue prior to this where he was like he wants us to ah oh, look at that yeah yeah uh he, he, he's gonna embarrass us he wants yeah. to serve this dance to embarrass us so surely he was he was waiting in the wings and he's like oh no this is actually going well yeah this has to, we gotta nip this in the bud but don't you like that the movie didn't do the obvious like showing him in the wings and he's just like dang it's going well yeah, cut out the lights yeah. Lars like mm. it just happens and you just have to pick up from from what the character's like that oh he so must have done it because yeah. of those reasons that's why I said and can we re can we rely on that narration yeah. exactly mm. like I was just like you know like I just like the fact that the film had some the could film this, had some be, leeway could this be like uh, the odd life of Timothy Green where um, 
you know, I know this isn't this story isn't being told to us, you know, in like a in a narrative device or anything. No, like that. in media res, yeah, yeah. But but is this like a kid who didn't have a good times retelling of the events, or is it Pat's telling of the events <laughs> as Even a like, guy who wants to be in charge? This of guy camp. bullied me. He's mean, <laughs> and so he ended the dance like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it Even made them run twenty meter, twenty kilometers miles. This was a very great scene, you know. I it thought this was, was very adorable. Even how it started, yeah. So the way he was sitting in the car, and then that the thumb comes in from the side yeah, of the frame, yeah, and it's that's not a, in that's focus, a good shot. and the thumb's not even in focus, that's and it just—it's you know, this is such a great scene, and you know, I love that. You know, you have this kind of relationship between the two of these, in which. They're not leaning in too heavily on the kind of like he's a father figure type of role. Mm, yes. He's leaning. They've got Dr. Phil for that. They got Dr. Phil. No, but like he's an absentee. Like yeah, he's yeah. not a great father in terms of what you what the kid wants. He's like a big brother kind yeah, of. Yeah. Oh, I meant like yeah. Dr. Phil, but like uh, like Dr. Oh, Phil's yes, not the yes. greatest dad. But yeah, he's more like a big brother, and he's more just like what you would expect someone who works at some of these camps would be like. You know, just yeah. like a really down to earth, fun. Caring about the kids involved. He's a big part of its legacy. I mean, 18 years. How and, old is the camp? And yeah. he's big. Yeah. It's 33 years. They say it at the very beginning. Mm. So he's been there for a very long time. And, you know, I thought the scene was great. And I did love that they did play with the fact that, yeah, Pat's a fat guy. So he's <laughs> not going to be able to get up and do that again. And that was a lot of work yeah. for him. So I thought this was like, this is one of the sweet scenes that, you know, you know, I reckon, you know, we need more of in current movies. You know, I feel like there's an, a real aversion, not just in children's movies, but in adult mm. movies too, to having tenderness and sweetness mm. in your movies. It, or, it or has if, to be grim or cynical or, or if, dark or, or if they are, Or if they are going to do it, it's going to be like really grand and there's going to yeah, be inspiring exactly. music. It's and not going to be something simple like melodramatic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's going to be Star Trek Discovery Season 2. Yeah, like if it's either that or Batman v Superman. Like there's no in-between. Like glorious fanfare behind it or anything. Yeah, exactly. Oh no, Josh is back, and he's and he's referencing every kid's favorite movie, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. (laughs) (laughs) If only someone could have done the chief running away. Yeah, well, you know, they they missed out on that. (laughs) They missed out on that. You know, like I, I, hey, Bob Marley shirt. Why not? Everyone's every kid's favorite. Every kid's favorite, you know, music. Reggae artist. Yeah, reggae. Reggae. Um, did you think how would you have been happier if he stayed this way for the whole movie? It. Uh, <laughs> and you never got an explanation of what they did yeah, to him. <laughs> it was. I mean, it'd be in line with everything else. You kind of have to like piece it together yourself and like connect connect the dots based on what what everyone else is reacting to it. Now, yeah. obviously, the film is set in reality, but if like they could have this unexplained, like what happened, is it set in reality though? Ben Stiller does some pretty fucking crazy shit in this movie. Well, he's larger than life, larger than reality. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, did you guys? How long did you guys get fooled into thinking that he was literally lobotomized in some weird shape? Because they, he kind of ignores it. I and was. He plays it. Did you get fooled? Because I did. He really, like, he completely backpedals. Like, nah, man, my dad's a lawyer. He handled it all. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. guys, here's a setup to a payoff. Yes, that's true. Shaving the that, moon. Yeah. He's, I, he's been able to what? shave. I forgot about so, that. So later they mentioned, like, oh, now they're shaving the balloon. I'm like, that's weird. And then he's doing it. I'm like, 
Of course. Now, he guys, shaves. do you remember the first time you had to shave? Yes. What was it like? Because uh... <laughs> I didn't have to shave for the first time properly till I was like 18, 19. Okay, yeah. yeah I, I'm I, not that hairy. I think I, I think I do. I don't know, man. I... I think shaving is one of the most annoying things that I have that I am chored with doing if I need to do it, so I just mm. don't do it often. Yeah, you've been growing a goatee the past few weeks. Because I'm bored of shaving. I yeah. don't like it. That's me, it's man. Irritating. Yeah. Well, you're Polish, so it's like you're more Polish than I, so yeah. you have a real down like there's no it's just fighting against nature. I was de- I was like, definitely younger than eighteen when I started, yeah. When did you first like did you just rock up to school when you're twelve and you already had a five o'clock shadow? Like when did it hit you? Cause I remember when I was nine, some people were saying, "Hey, dude, you you're growing like some hair under your nose or something." I was like, "Oh," and then he was like, stuff. "No, it's just boogers." It's some long ass <laughs> nose hair. Um, <laughs> sorry, pencil. <laughs> I remember I was sent home on the first day of year eight because I had a little bit of a mustache. Apparently, well, wait, 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 what? You got sent home? What the fuck? You got sent home? Yeah. Why? Yeah. Who sent you home? The year eight coordinator. Who are they? Give me their names. I want to speak to them right now. Their last name was Douglas. It was a woman. Miss Douglas, huh? Or Mrs.? Was she married? Sent you home for having a a wee bit of a mustache. It's not your fault. That's racist. You should have looked at her and said, Miss, that's actually racist because I'm from the... I'm I'm Polish and we are naturally hairy people. (laughs) You're going to have to get used to that. Did she ever send you home again for that? Because I imagine that would have been a recurring issue of some variety. So they just let it drop after that. That was just they like let a it one drop. Time one they let it drop, or they said like, "Hey, you need to start shaving that off, or something." But did you? But then did it pressure you into having to constantly shave? Because there were people in my my school that had full you know on what? facial hair by I, like year ten and eleven, well, the, and they never the, got the any high trouble. schools. The high schools that I went to had a strict clean shaven thing. But I after that, I always just didn't shave until someone told did me. Did the teachers? Were they clean shaven, all of them? No, they didn't have that rule. Oh well, then that's the hypocrisy. hypocrisy. <laughs> it was especially the women with mustaches really <laughs> needed to pay. You know, it was especially funny because at my second high school, which I only did VCE at, um, the the senior coordinator in year when we were in year eleven, you know, he was clean shaven and he was always the strictest about it. And then in year twelve, he just started growing facial hair and just never acknowledged it and it was uh. like, "Sir, this is coming across a little bit weird." Hypocrisy. Well, yeah. We had a whole. Some people, you know, have had. Five or six years with you, we've just had one, and now you're suddenly growing facial hair. I went to school, and my year three teacher was called Mr. Beard, and he did not have a beard, but he would be that guy that we saw him in the morning, freshly clean shaved by midday, full on five o'clock shadow, like just great. Like, you know, he's Mm. always fighting the shave, and he was a guy who had like always wore the button up proper shirts, but he had the tuft of chest hairs popping mm. out at the top, and you're like, yeah, yeah hairy I, man, I, Mr. Beard. You, but... know, you probably know this about me, right? But I, I put off shaving a lot, um, but I think I think I get the five o'clock shadow fairly because, quickly. Because, you know, when I saw this movie, and he's like, I've been shaving for years, I'm like, how old is he? I think he must be like 15. I think they're meant to be around 15. Well, Jerry's 11. Okay, that's true. I, I think... So Keenan Thompson, the person, the actor, I think was around almost eighteen. Are you kidding? No, me. no, sorry, he was like fifteen, I think. I was about to say, isn't this before he was huge with Keenan and Kel? I like, think it was wait, like wait, a wait. year or two before. Because this is nineteen ninety-five, yeah. right? When were they? I thought they were like late nineties. Keenan and Kel, I think, started in ninety-seven, so like okay. two years before this. I, th- I think he was eighteen by the time he started Keenan and Kel. So oh, like... I thought he was a kid. 
No, no, no. Uh, the, the thing well, that being a big fat me... liar, he is a full-grown adult, yeah, so that... I guess it all makes sense. The thing sense. that confused me with him is that I'm, I'm used to him having, like, dr- I don't know if they're called dreads. dreads no, he but... has dreads. Yeah. I've seen him with the more shaved bald head thing that he has now and in this, more so mm. than the dreads, so that's kind of funny. Fat Albert's also, yeah, distinct character. Did, did, you like the, did you like the fact that Ben Stiller could hear their farts, but not hear them talking exactly. and making noises? Well, you see, farts are things you have to react to. That's just good acting. You remember it's actually, Stan. It's actually called reacting. <laughs> Big Stan and the man. Big State and the man. Farts are power... And Thunderpants. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Can you forget Thunderpants? A movie about how, a kid how, who farts... How many were there? 50? Oh, way, way more. There was like a million. A movie about a kid who farts so hard that he has to power NASA rocket. And his dad leaves. And his dad that was, leaves. Uh, was, that was Rupert Grant. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He was man. the best friend of the, fa- of the okay. father. Uh, uh, and, and Ned Beatty, yeah. <laughs> Let's not forget. I yes. love how when they split, though, they just go behind the tree. Yes. Now... i got to say, on the, on the, um, the shaving topic... I can't really remember. <clears throat> I was probably the same as you. It was probably around like seventeen or so when I had to like start. Oh, excuse start me, seventeen is too long for me. But <laughs> start. He, he was year eight, shaving. buddy. He was oh, like, you're talking to Ryan. I'm sorry. He's talking to me. And then, uh, but I do recall being at a party once when I was like sixteen. No, no, it would have been about that age. Probably about sixteen or seventeen. And someone I was really keen on. I had a bit of a. I had a bit of a like you know a bit of hair going. And she said that there was no way because she didn't like beards. So I found a pair of scissors and went to the bathroom at this no. party and, and, and just no. trimmed away like, as, much as, the, could. as much as I could yeah. to the point where I just kind of had stubble and kind of came back and it was like, how about now? <laughs> and did, did you score? I did. Yes. It was like a That's, movie moment. Like, oh, you it, tried. A little bit. It wasn't, yeah, I think maybe it was more endearing more than successful, but in a complete no bullshit way, it worked. And you know the irony now? She, she's a lumberjack now, so she's married. <laughs> she's You're good. telling me, oh no, I was going to say, I was going to say mad. Dexter spoilers. But I don't know. Well, it's been like ten years, it and has. everyone knows that Dexter has like the worst finale of all time. Yeah. <laughs> did the parents she's... discover the lab? Yeah, Dexter's... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking fucker. Uh, yeah, exactly. What the hell happened there? What, uh, with Dexter's laboratory? Oh, look, no. They pressed the button and opened. That's he moved just... on to do... He moved on to do Samurai Jack, man. That's what happened. We can't... I can't I can't go down the Dexter rabbit hole. You know what I love I about the Dexter talking. rabbit hole, though? It's one of those season finales. Not even the finale. The whole last season is so terrible that it makes it kind of impossible to rewatch the whole series ever again because oh, yeah. you just know it means fucking nothing. It does. It's like, oh, it means fucking nothing. For me, Dexter, just because we're saying it, I gave up on Dexter after John Lithgow went away as a serial killer. He was like, I'm a family man. Oh, but that was the peak. Yeah. John Lithgow was the yeah, peak Yeah, and after, after he left because I just couldn't stand Dexter because a lot of shows do this. Boardwalk Empire, a lot of shows where they have... This season has an antagonist, and then we overcome them, and then the next season has an antagonist, and we overcome them. It's like, yeah, but what's the point of the the whole show? Yeah. Is it like each season we're going to take down another serial killer? Yeah. Well, and me, me personally, it... like with Dexter, I just couldn't stand Dexter as a character. I like the characters who didn't like Dexter, a, and yeah, that was my totally. favorite. Like, um, he was a bit painful. The, the black cop guy? the one. Dirks. 
he was my favorite Surprise, character because he was he's he's my favorite because he was like literally the character who's like Dex is a weird fucker and yeah. I think he's a creepy <laughs> he the psycho. Only, the only one who, who, who and like, then they get and then he and then you know he exits the show and I'm like oh great we got nothing now we got no one to be like he's weirdo. Well, I we're just I, supposed I to think that that the first five seasons, so the fourth one being the John Lithgow season. <laughs> And then the fifth one, because there's a lot of uh, loose ends and they need to yeah. tie up, did a pretty good like TV show job of having an overarching thing. Oh. But then as soon as it hit six, seven, eight, it was really like oh, yeah. episodic, sort of like, well, don't worry. and here's another person. He became know? a lumberjack, so it's fine. So um, Yeah, I now, hope his career's going well. Bartek, have you ever had to be publicly weighed while a cameraman films you? I don't think I've ever been publicly weighed. Have you been weighed on those kind of weights? No. I haven't either. Just like scales, usually digital scales even. I don't know how you work those weights. I don't trust them. Yeah, I don't really know what they're doing. Yeah, no, I I don't know With the pushing thing. I don't know how they work. If you're a weight, weigh man. (laughs) If you're you're a professional with, oh no, wait. No no weight. (laughs) Zero weight. I was going to bring in the Polish title, but then I remembered that it was talking about the things you lift, so it doesn't work now i like how he takes us with stride like he, he could fully lose it here but he's like you know what i'm to blame here now let's get you but then then he starts a snap here he starts doing the jan brady talking, he starts talking to himself <laughs> how you doing little tony <laughs> <laughs> let's rob a 7-eleven yeah exactly let's rob a 7-eleven i love when ben still does this kind of weird crazy energy when it's a more realistic movie like, you know, like, this is still grounded in a realistic world, but Ben Stiller's, like, some from some crazy other dimension. <laughs> and he's coming to this Disney movie. Can you imagine if they made a movie like this today? Like, you wouldn't get the bit at the end where Ben Stiller's character is walking barefoot he's... on broken glass right. that he put there. And him screaming while bleeding at the children, and he's just like, you're to blame! And then he does, like, a backflip. Like you wouldn't get that. You wouldn't get the kids that, putting them him in a cage that's electrified. That put, that took me to a place when he did the backflip. You you've backflipped a that lot. That was. Oh, I wish. I've oh seen you God. in a stage production in which someone else backflipped and yeah. then he fell off the stage. That was great. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was the thing. That's Having so facial hair helped me get some uh, high school production roles. I of course. Guess. Oh, I yeah. thought you were gonna say. Course p- it did. I, th- I thought you were gonna say pussy, and it was <laughs> it gonna be the opposite does. of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like Sam yeah. it hindered, but what? for me it was I a magic. <laughs> so yeah, you. I thought, yeah, I got. I did backflips. That's how I got. But do tell us about your about flips. You were gonna. What? I think you were gonna tell us about something about the flips reminded you of. Oh no no no! I was say when he did when he does the backflip towards the end, uh, that moments in this movie that kind of just woke me up where I kind of went, what the fuck is happening <laughs> in this movie? Yeah. Um, like some of the performances and some of the lines, like the "Don't let anyone catch your check" line, where you kind of like. <laughs> What movie am I watching again? Yeah, exactly. And I think where he busts out the backflip was again one of those moments. Like, like okay, I'm paying attention. See, I think we really lost the art form for children's entertainment to have the 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 polar opposites and tones work. Like this is a really sweet scene, but we just followed this scene follows a scene in which Ben Stiller's talking in a crazy voice to himself. That's right. <laughs> you know, and it still works. It still works because there's a clear delineation from from the evil side of the camp and the good side of the camp, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what 
works about this or movies like Major Pain where you have a main character who's a fucking nut job that sounds, who hurts people. That sounds like a very good point you're making, Ryan, which begs the question, why don't people talk about this film more? I think it's just because it was on Sunday night, uh, Sunday afternoon on Channel <laughs> Seven, and only yeah, they caught the last forty minutes of it. Yeah, because I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the YouTube comments that I've gathered, and the first one is ha ha ha, no one remembers this movie, sad face. <laughs> Starts with ha ha ha, ends with sad face. You know you know how you <laughs> what often what a trip. <laughs> you know how that often happens to you, where you're like, I had such a great time. <laughs> that video of the, the kid being asked if uh, if he has a girlfriend and he's like no and then just starts crying <laughs> i thought it was if he misses his mom no i thought it was gonna be even better i thought he sam was gonna be like it's that clip of that kid who just saw the odd life of timothy green and he's just crying about it it's like they've mer- there's a there's a film called the odd life of timothy green we did recently and spoiler alert for that film the timothy green character is a boy and he dies at the end and okay. um Damn. he kind of does and die. He kind of gets regenerate, like reinvited. He's, he goes he's back. Not to a, the... He's not a real boy. He's like nature. He, he's grown. Yeah. He's grown from the ground because okay. this is Disney movies, like magical. Sure. And there's a video of these two children who have just seen the movie and their reactions, they're and the they're just the the crying. They're crying, and the parents are <laughs> laughing. They're like, "What's so sad?" He's like, "He had to go. He, he had, had to go." I love the fact that they, they <laughs> as children, acknowledge that he had to go. Yeah. <laughs> now look at it was inevitable. Ben Stiller here is prepping himself. He's getting in character for when he has to do Tropic Thunder. Yeah, yeah. He knew it was coming. <laughs> you know, this is one of the few movies I've seen of Ben Stiller where he doesn't make a blatant, if at all, any references to Star Trek. I'm, I'm very shocked. Like usually in his mm. movies, he always has some reference to Star Trek because really he's a been, huge Star Trek fan. I've never been a Star Trek guy, so I guess they've all been going over my head. Well, literally in Tropic Thunder, when he's stuck in the in the woods at night, he's watching on his smartphone an episode of. Star Trek. Oh, really? Yeah, that's how obvious they are. <laughs> like, like you, you just say it. Um, I had to, I rewatched Tropic Thunder maybe. recently, and that party scene at the start, yeah, blows me. When he's trying yeah. to chat to Jack Black, and he's <laughs> he's just he's just gacked, and he's like chewing his gums. <laughs> that killed me. Holy Tropic shit, Thunder! Funny. Tropic Thunder was always one of those ones I've always like. Everyone loves it, and I'm just like, oh, it's good. I, I like when they keep cutting back to Tom Cruise and Matthew McConaughey. Oh. I don't care about them in the woods. He's so good. <laughs> maybe when he was talking to himself in that scene earlier, maybe that was a captain's log. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, I do say, I gotta I got say, with Tropic Thunder, it does have one of the best lines ever used, and it is such a great term for film analysis, which is full retard. He mm. went full retard. Yeah. It's such a good line. Yeah, you know, people use it even outside of film analysis. I, it's just, yeah, we it's super we used it in, in reference to a, a terrible terrible audition we saw one time for uh <laughs> i don't oh. well we did so we did uh we did cloud street okay the the show i don't know if you guys know cloud. i'm not familiar is it with chance cloudy like a, with a chance of meatballs not at all street? it's kind of like a it's a very wholesome sort of naturalistic play it's just so, right it's just a family growing up in a house but one of the one of the one of the sons is is severely disabled and we saw a lot of auditions of people <sighs> kind of going various, you know, up or down the scale on oh, how full retard, they yeah. wanted to go. And yeah, we saw we saw some full retard, <laughs> and every time it was uncomfortable, never, never go full retard. Never Everyone go in the full room re- just kind of goes, oh man. 
Sorry, Ben Siller did also just say one of my favorite lines just then, which was, Repulse the monkey! Repulse <laughs> <laughs> the monkey. It's very hard uh, to do. The wild horse yeah, he's he's saying a lot of crazy crazy shit here. <laughs> now, since Ben Stiller is in this movie, that's for children. Um, what are our feelings of of Ben Stiller? Bartek and I, we've talked about him a lot because we've had him on the show a lot, but we'll retouch on those things. But what about you, 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 Sam? I mean, what do you feel about Ben Stiller as as an actor, as a comedian? As, as the fact, oh, he's great. The fact that he's an adult in 1995. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he thought he was going to be a kid. That was. Yeah. He thought Ben Still was only like eight years older than us. He's, he's <laughs> to be fair, I, he's aged pretty well. Oh, he's aged incredibly well. Yeah. Maybe that was one. Maybe what I was expecting from this movie was like, oh, maybe this is finally gonna be when I see a bad Ben Stiller movie, wow. or like a bad performance by Ben Stiller. Yeah, that's a good but way to put I it. I have yet to. No, I have yet to see a bad performance from him. I've seen some movies that aren't so great with him in them, but usually he gives a great stellar performance. He's always oh, yeah. nuanced in his levels of, of of energies and range. Like think about how he does this movie. Then a few decades later, he'll do something like The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Completely yeah. different range. Yeah, and, and even And even in Night at the Museum, where he is more, you know, toned down. Yeah, he's more passive. Yeah, yeah. It's See, the Night at the Museum but... ones are great. What what was um uh, the heart, Heartbreak Kid? Yeah, the Heartbreak Kid. kid yeah, oh, you know, I haven't seen that friend. one. Zoolander, obviously. Yes. Zoolander, where he's an idiot. <laughs> but then he's also, like we were saying before about how some of his... A lot of his delivery is just so Meet iconic and so passionate that he can do stuff like Madagascar as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. Like, he can do and voice keep that acting. that for three movies. Yeah, yeah, with you him know. and everyone's favourite, uh, Ross from Friends. David Schwimmer, that's right. <laughs> David <laughs> Schwimmer. And, of course, uh, uh, Chris him. Rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As 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 Zedbro, so there you go. Um, you want to talk? Who, who's actually, the hippo? David Schwimmer. You want to talk about Smith's people who are phenomenal actors? Yeah, he's the he's the best one in that whole and all of Friends, hands down. I'll fight people on that. Oh, wow, really? Not Joey? He's he. Oh, Joey's up there. Like, s- 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 smell the fart actor. Yeah, he's there's some, but those two in particular are phenomenal actor. I don't know. They know Paul Rudd when he appears. True. Very true. So there true. you go. Bartek's favourite show, Friends. Which Love he's Friends. An expert I of. know everything. Ask a question. Bartek, tell us... Tell us about the character of Rachel. They steal... Who she's, she, who she's played by. She's friends with the people that steal the soap from the hotel. That's a, that's accurate. <laughs> he nailed it. Bang. And now tell us about Seinfeld. Something you're not an expert in. Know nothing about. Michael Richards played Elaine very well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nailed it. <laughs> now, I love Ben Stiller, and I love that he will chuck himself into anything. Like this scene here, he, he fully commits to uh, having a kid's ass in his face, but also then his immediate reaction, injure the child. By <laughs> <laughs> well, like, doing this kind of like weird uh, pressure point poke into his knees or something. <laughs> yeah. and then, also, then not be able to catch up to the fat child. <laughs> For quite some well, time. At, at the start of this movie, they established that these fat children are capable of running at the speed of a bus. Exactly. Well, you know, because they're as big as one, right? It's a hard you know, task. Until, until the, the climax scene where the parents come, this is like the last time he's able to freely move around, really. Yeah. yeah. This is the last point of power. And then, oops. <laughs> 
Do you think they set that up beforehand? Or? Of course they did. That's an excellent no, Right now, it's just coincidence. I actually didn't know because <laughs> we didn't have the That's, scene yeah, in which I they know, were I doing know. it. So it I was surprised like, me. Is this a man? Is like a well that got well, it's, covered it's over? Kinda, like, it's kind of like that thing of like, if you see the setup, there's probably going to be like... A payoff, it, like the razor. Like, they really dug it, that it, No, no, it's, it's more like if you see the setup or someone explains the plan, it's probably going to fail. Well, well, Sam, they didn't dig the hole. They ate <laughs> the ground. They thought it was chocolate. <laughs> they made it into chocolate. All right, I'm gonna get something off my chest about. Um, okay, who's that actress there? Uh, lady. Oh, I'll look. Of course. What's, the What's name? your problem with her? She's nurse. Oh, nothing. Yeah. Um, nurse. You got to get off your chest. You want a banger. I get it. She's the only woman in the film. I understand. Is her, she... is her name Alice? Yes. Uh, the actress's name is Anne Mar- Maria. M E A R A. Good. She has the the classic like mid to late nineties. Uh, female supporting character thing of, of everyone we- wants her to look like Alicia Silverstone. Yes. A couple, especially in that scene where he was uh, pushing him around in the go-kart and she's kind of just standing there like doing a little, doing a little smile at the whole oh, thing. You mean Alicia Silverstone and the villain Mara. in Scooby-Doo 2 Monsters Unleashed? I forgot about that. Yeah, she was. I she was. She was that. the villain in that. That movie was awesome. She also, great. in real life, feeds her children as if they were baby birds. Huh? But I explain. What? Well, you see, baby birds can't chew, so, so they get their mothers to chew, and and and, 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 and regurgitate it into yeah, their mouth. That's how totally. she. That's how she feeds her children. Get the fuck out. There's videos of it. You can watch it. Get I didn't know there were videos. Oh no! I, <laughs> is that yeah, a YouTube thing or is yeah, it a Pornhub yeah. thing? No, it's a YouTube <laughs> thing. She she's like, I believe that we could feed hey, our children like animals. Motherhood do. is not what? pornographic. Yeah. So there you go. Now, do you think? I was, know what I'm YouTubing as soon as we. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone, two babies, and bird. So, <laughs> what do you think? Do you think Tony made a mistake here by, like, having a, a verbal confrontation with the only person who was going to help him? Do you think that was a, a an act of hubris on his part? I'm sure in the future beyond this film, there will be a payoff that will work in his favour because of that decision. But, but for the film itself, no. Bartek, just going back to why this film isn't as praised or loved, what are, what are your theories on it? What are your feelings of it? I guess, is Disney kind of seen as you know peop- a company that makes things for kids, or at least at some point? Because I know Marvel's big now, but... Uh, yeah, may- they are. Maybe... They're, they're, they're kids' entertainment. Yeah, so maybe, that, maybe that's the thing. Like, yeah, but oh, why is a- Goonies appreciated, then, if that's for kids? I, I, I don't know, Ryan. Maybe this was just made at the wrong time. Now, there's a lot of crazy trivia about this movie, Sam. Oh, really? I don't know if you read or not, but there's a lot there of weird trivia. There was one trivia. really big block of text that I didn't get through. Do you remember some of the crazy trivia that was a part of this? One of oh, them dear, is so it? insane that I love it. So Judd Apatow <laughs> wrote the script that. for this. Right? Judd, oh, Judd, right. right. Judd Apatow, who yeah, is spell responsible. Spell it out for people like me. Yeah, Judd Apatow, is. director of Hangover, uh, not Hangover, of, of Knocked Up and Steve Carell movies and Seth Rogen movies like, you know, Knocked Up and 40 Old Virgin. Okay, and pretty good. Pretty onwards good. and upwards and stuff like that. You know, he's really responsible for that American style of comedy got, we got now where they do a lot of improvising and they kind of cut around it. Uh-huh. Uh, he wrote the script for this, and he encountered the famous director Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, this isn't what I was. Yeah, who is the director of things like There Will Be Blood, uh, um, 
you know, Boogie Nights, uh, like all these really high respectable movies, Inherent Vice recently, you know, The Dressmaker, all these like really acclaimed, really well loved, very nuanced, very arty films. Paul Thomas Anderson said to Joe Apatow that this, this was his favorite, one of his favorite movies of that year he saw. Oh I God. love that the idea of someone who's like this really esteemed acclaimed like it's a, it's like if Stanley Kubrick came up to to this guy and said your movie about the fat kids was the best movie I saw <laughs> like it's insane to think that some of these auteur filmmakers that we put a lot of uh, intellect and genius on because they've got these really well manufactured movies of yeah. art like Spielberg and Tarantino and all these you people you think them up you think them up on this, yeah. and yet they could still enjoy and even love a little movie like this. Makes it just, you know, people are people, you know? And, Very humanizing. And what I'm saying is, if this is Paul Thomas Anderson's top film of 1995, then why isn't it yours, people? You know what? I got, I got some other, I got some other uh, movie trivia to hit you back with. It's not, not about this movie, but I don't know. Did you guys see that uh, Kevin Feige did the Reddit AMA? Or uh, AMAA? Oh, yeah? Yeah, and how did that go? Oh, there was some interesting stuff on there. But let me tell you, the, one of the big ones, similar to what you were saying there, they said to him, why... Uh, oh, my God, I'm, 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 I'm drawing a blank. The director of the first Iron Man, and he's, yeah. and he's in it. What's his name? John Favreau. John Favreau. They said, why John Favreau for the Iron first Man, Iron yeah. Man to kick off this whole thing? And he said... Swingers, man. Elf. Oh, Elf. Yes, yes, we actually know this. We, we've actually shared this trivia. Elf was one of the best, you know, uh, story storytelling movies that he'd seen, and he was like, "Got out." Yeah. Elf spawned everything up to Endgame. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So everyone everything should thank every everyone should thank Will Ferrell exactly. And and um, fucking uh, what's her name? Um, I can't remember. Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Oh, Zoe Deschanel. Zoe Deschanel, because yeah, yeah. she was the girl and she was blonde in it. There's always that, Wasn't there's... she in like Thor or Thor Two or something? No, that's no, Kat, sorry, the cat's Cat Den- Dennings. But, but do not uh, confuse Cat Dennings. Um, who's the, uh, the 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 dwarfy guy? Peter Dinklage. He is that not him in in or am I thinking of someone else? No, that's he's an elf. elf. He played yeah, a, he's, he's the an he's elf. the business guy, right? Yeah, yeah. And then of course he's in Infinity War. As um, he's the he's the oh yeah, giant. he's the giant dwarf. Yeah, yeah the giant and, dwarf. Uh, and of course, let's not forget Peter Dinklage was also in the uh, a critically acclaimed series finale of Game of Thrones. He was uh, also the, oh oh all right now we're going down a, we're going down a rabbit hole of trivia now. I read someone uh, uh, someone was pointing out that one of the people in one of the shots just there looked like a juggalo before juggalos was a thing. <laughs> wow. Maybe they inspired Juggalos. Just, so I'm not, I, I think the, the I'm not point, saying that they didn't. The trivia they, point was written as like, minus the chocolate sauce, it looks like a Juggalo. <laughs> so check this out, right? Peter Dinklage, we want to talk about uh, him in the Marvel movies, right? He was an he, X-Men. He was, right. So he was in Days of Future Past, right? Which as was... Bolivar. F- yeah, a Fox movie, but now they're technically Disney. Yeah. So he was uh, Bolivar Trask. Yeah. Um, you know, makes the the Sentinels and everything, but 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 but, but he Bolivar Trask was already in in the X Men and he was a black X-Men guy movie, and he was a big ass black guy. Oh, it's because um, because these Peter movies Dinklage. because these movies have a history with that. Do you remember in the nineteen eighty nine Batman movie, uh, Billy D Williams, Lando Carizian played Harvey Dent, and then a few years what? later, Tommy Lee Jones played Harvey Dent. All right, I didn't know that first. Yeah, one. yeah. 
Never. at all. Wait, wait, wait. So what? That what? That was the first one with like Harvey Dent. Yeah, with um, uh, Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson. That Jack one. Jack Nicholson, Joker. Yeah, that's the movie, and they wow. have Harvey Dent in it. Uh, he's yet to be Two Face. They're setting up he's going to be Two Face uh, slowly by just introducing him, and then um, they just cast Tommy Lee Jones instead, the white guy Tommy Lee Jones, because he won an Oscar earlier that year. So they're like, let's get Tommy Lee instead of Billy D. I gotta tell you though, Tommy, Tommy, uh, Two Face, and 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 Riddler, like Jim Carrey. And, yeah, uh, but I wanted, but I wanted right. Billy D to do it. I, everyone, everyone, but he got to do it in Lego Batman. He was the voice of Two Face in Lego Batman. Really? And if you watch Lego Batman, you see half melted face. One side is you know African American guy, and the other side's melted. It's like, and it's Billy D. So that's kind of cool. And Billy D was in the first Lego Movie as Lando Calrissian. So he has single handedly been in most of the Lego movies. <laughs> as famous characters he has played lego uh, there was a wait oh my god there was a lego batman movie wasn't yeah, there yeah it was great i didn't see that you missed out it was perfect ah, what am i doing it had weird voice choices and it was great did you see that right there that face that she pulled tell me that's yeah. not an alicia silverstone face oh i don't know i don't know i didn't see her regurgitating her food into children's <laughs> mouths so, i mean that's how i'm used to so her. an alicia silverstone face for you ryan will be open mouthed and things coming out. <laughs> oh, power walk. That's a strong power walk. That is such a huge Stand. power walk. Now, see this sequence here? They had to cut it because she just started regurgitating these <laughs> She's got. oh my God, she's going for it. At least see, we, at least see we how know. They, see they how they it cut it, it yeah. there? At least we know that she was regurgitating a fruit. Exactly. It's a fruit. Um... What were some of your favorite moments from this movie, guys? You know, some some standout moments that we haven't really pointed out or just ones that you want people to know that, you know, that oh, really th- struck a chord. That we haven't pointed out? Because I was going to say the backflip. <laughs> the backflip. <laughs> that was pretty that's impressive. A, that's a big one. Bartek? Um, I, the, the, I guess a big visual spectacle for the film would be the Apache Relay at the end because... Mm. there's just a lot of things going on there like a lot of costumes cultural appropriation I agree a lot of costumes a lot of events did you like the fact that they got Lars to play Andy Warhol but not Albert Einstein I appreciated that and they're like their little race he played the one who's American not the one who's from Europe (laughs) love it Oh, yeah, the, the Apache race is colourful, it's bright, it's got a lot of interesting little challenges. But, yeah, one thing I would say about it is it's it's beyond the part where we have an antagonist. Cause well, the antagonist was he gets the secret antagonist, the other, the other camp. The MVP camp. The MVP camp. Uh, you know, this movie is a lot... I do love the this whole sequence here where we're going to sh- see the consequences all culminate up until this boiling point mm. of explosion of revelations and stuff. Did you guys have a favourite character other than Tony Perkis? Because it's obvious that he's most likely the favourite character for most people. But yeah, like this guy. Well, this guy, Pat? Pat or Finley? Pat? Oh, Pat, yeah. He the, was, this yeah. film has a lot of really good characters from, you know, the more common ones. Like, you got the villain... We've got Pat, who's very likable. Tony is just a great little, like, yeah, leader character. And then you even have the minor characters, like the British kid, <laughs> who kind of has a fighting problem, I guess. Did, did you have a favourite kid? Um, 
Because mine was the British kid. <laughs> yeah, the the British kid Tony and Keenan Thompson were. Ah, uh, you 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 you're a Keenan Thompson fanatic, guys. So that kind of is, you know it's I'm, a bias. I'm not. I'm not really. But every time I see him, I'm just in a good mood. I'm like, ah, oh, it's Keenan. Yeah, it's like it's like a lizard that finally gets to sit on a heat <laughs> heat rock. Like you're like, hmm. What about you, Sam? Any favorite character? Uh, any favorite kids? Like any of the kids really stand out to you? Like, uh, you're like, oh, I like that kid. I like Josh. Yeah, I was well. gonna say Josh. He goes, he goes a bit MIA, you know, for for a piece there. For those who are not know, that means missing in action. He's not uh, talking about the musician MIA. There's a musician <laughs> called. Yeah, she did that song. That's a complete ripoff of the Clash. His song goes to hell, go to hell, straight to hell. She Dang has it. that song where it's How's like it chick chick boom, make that money. And it's just like it's just a, a direct rip off of the Clash. Yeah, is that when it's got all like the till noise? Yep. And, oh, yeah, and it's, and it's sucks, a direct man. rip off of a great song called Straight to Hell from the Clash. Ew. Direct rip, but uh, she, yeah, not her, but uh, missing in action. So Josh, you liked him, but he was MIA for a little while. But any other standout kids? Maybe little British boy here. here? You know he's British because he's no. wearing a World Cup shirt. No, that's uh. You don't like the. Oh, Brits. and he brings he brings up cricket earlier too. Well, yeah, it's like cricket. So is this like cricket? He's not a fan of the Brit here because Sam he's known for being anti-colonialist. He's just like I hate these Brits. They're all colonialists. It's just a tragedy. Sam, any other standout children? No, I'm trying to in my head. I'm trying to uh, like go through. Well, there's it. the fattest kid on camp who barely speaks. Yeah, but he, he and he cries a lot. He cries, he cries a lot. A lot of. I mean, can't you relate to that? He's kind of tearing up. Can't you relate to that? Um, have you? Ever... No, it's it's basically Josh. I got to be honest. I didn't even know about the uh, the 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 main. What the about main Salami kid. Sam? I, I don't like that much, and I, I don't even know his name. Uh, it's Jerry. Oh Jerry, that's well, what about what, spelled with a G? A, that is not an eight spelled with a G. Name, uh, he he's eleven, so it's fine. Gerald works, Jerry man. Garner. What about what about Salami Sam? Salami Sam. <laughs> Do you remember Salami? Oh. Sam? I like I like his attitude. Yeah. You remember Salami Sam? Yeah, yeah. Salami Sam Dampler. I looked that actor up. I was like, I swear <laughs> he's been in other things. He has not been in other things. He just looks like a lot of fat kids. Yeah. Um, I like his look. He looked like the most normal fat kid. And what's what's the kid that uh that, that meets him on the plane? What's what's his name? That's Kenny Thompson. Thompson. His character's name is Roy Murphy. Yeah, I kind of I kind of. Oh like... look, he's crying again. Yeah, seriously. Uh, Sam's like, I do not stand criers. Seriously. He's a wimp, and he should he should not be allowed at camp. What the fattest kid? Yeah, he, Sam's not up for criers. Now, this is crazy. <laughs> this is so great. Oh, like, I like God. how Tony... Like, what does he think is going to happen here? Yeah, like, he's already he's already been unmasked. He's so crazy. I love, like, the voice, too. The cinematography. The <laughs> editing. Like, it's just so... Like, yeah, the villain was a bit over the top. We're going to electrocute it and... <laughs> and he's bleeding. Oh, We're watching God. this mute. It's like, I can't quite I remember his voice, fun. so I'm just putting in Derek Zoolander's voice. <laughs> googly, googly. <laughs> The villain was a bit over the top. That's not Zarek Zoolander. Yeah, maybe it's not. It's hard to do Jason Zoolander if you're not it's been, it's been a while since I've heard the voice. Yeah, I always think with Zoolander, uh, my favorite gag in that is is the one where they talk about like uh, models assassinating everyone. And, he, and they're like, 
and JFK. But wait a moment, Lee Harvey Oswald wasn't a model. No, he wasn't, but those sh two lookers at the Grassy Knoll sure the hell were, and it cuts to like two models at the Grassy Knoll high-fiving, and I just love that, that gag. There he is, look. Look at him, he's so crazy. And Ben still is a little man as well. Like, he's not a tall guy. He's a little man, but he's like a little fireball man. Like, Jeffrey Tambor is a tall guy, and he still takes on Jeffrey Tambor. Bam. He got Houdini'd. That's why he couldn't backflip. He got punched in the stomach. It couldn't make... It, it, it slowed down his backflip abilities. But you know what happened to Jeffrey Tambor? That one's Salami Sam. He got... Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That is a Star Trek the white, reference. The white one. Yeah. yeah I was just going to say, he did a, He did do a Star <laughs> Trek reference. What, I mean? what was it? It was the famous <laughs> uh, double karate chop that William Shatner's character, Captain Kirk, is famous for doing as uh, other than his double fist move where he clamps his fist over another fist and does a... Does a single hit. Mm. He did a he did a karate chop there, Bartek. So there you go. There's the Star Trek reference. It was small, but I noticed it. Hey, Stan Lee's here. Oh wait, no, no, it's Ben Stiller. Oh, hey. Hey, what? Fun. He would have been alive in the nineties, or he too would, soon. He wouldn't have been a small child like Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, he was in diapers or nappies. He was too him. busy being in mole rats or something. Uh, did you? I love the design of what his father looks like, oh, like yeah. the the white chest hair and like the bald, and it's like this weird amount of hair where there's enough for there to be a comb over, but it's just, and it's all this weird white and this whole aesthetic, and I love the voice too. Like, yeah, like, of course, he has to sound like he's punched like twenty dogs a day, <laughs> <laughs> every day, every day. He's partying to the max. <laughs> Are we happy that Pat got to be in charge at the end? Did it bring up? Oh, I am because I mean, of course. you know, we we like the character, so you want something good to happen to him. What would it be? Wouldn't it have been a twist? It's like who's been here the longest, and he's like eighteen years, and then another character puts his hand up. It's like thirty-three years, and it's just Jerry Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he's been there the whole time. It's the British kid. No, yeah, yeah, the British kid. <laughs> Fifty years, governor. Fifty years. <laughs> I know longer. all the vice presidents. <laughs> Sorry, that's the last time we see right. Tony, and that he's just like a little looks puppy like dog, like the top of Frankie. Muniz's head. Well, we love Frankie. So. I love his attitude when he's just walking away. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so, before we get into the movies wrapping up, before we get into our reviews and ratings, can we talk about the song? Yeah, in the credits. The, in the end credits, they have the song of mm. their school camp song, and it's just the best. Mm, it's better than the Polish one. You gonna sing us that Polish one now? Yeah, we're still waiting. I, I can remember the first few lines. I can give sing it to us. Yeah, yeah, hit me. Lato, 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 czeka, razem z latem, czeka, rzeka, czeka, rzekom, oh, I can't remember the word, czeka nas, no, czeka las, a tam ciągle nie ma nas, and I don't remember the rest. What does that mean? Summer, summer, summer's <laughs> dead. <Go> Waiting <laughs> together with the... River, the forests waiting or something. Oh my god! I, I love it. You need to. Well, get... it's and I I knew this before we even got into it, but it's definitely better than the fucking Australian national yeah. anthem. Oh no, that's not even their national anthem. That's just a camp. That's song. just a camp song. It's yeah. still better. The though. Polish national anthem is the Polish national anthem Trump begins with Poland is not yet dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. Poland has not yet disappeared. Wow. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Poland's national anthem. Yeah. It's just like uh, Poland is not yet dead, so long as we're alive. Yeah, yeah, it's very bleak. <laughs> Back to Peter Dinklage. 
the dink. That's what killing you means. So I'm, I'm, uh, is that your famous Dinklage impression? Oh yeah. I love that That's... there are just movies with Peter Dinklage in them, and they don't need to reference that he's a dwarf at all. Like he's got to that point of like, like notoriety that he doesn't have to play roles where it matters he's a dwarf. Like in X Men, it didn't matter that he was a dwarf. Yeah, that was a big change. That I mean, the closest a, you get. I mean, there. the closest you get is he's a guy who's obsessed with mutants, and yet technically he's got in real life, you know, mutated genes. That's true. It's um, kind of like an irony there. So. Just, just to get a bit meta for a second. Um, I will let you get meta. Are you Peter Dinklage? Are you the Dink? No, but I, I'm <laughs> in real life right now. I'm a little bit pressed for time. Oh, you gotta leave us. Uh, I'm, you fucking leave us. I've, I've still got. I can still stick around for five more minutes, but do you want me to get like YouTube and IMDb out of the way right now? Hit us with your review and hit us with these YouTube comments. Because Bartek is such a busy boy. He had a birthday recently. I don't want to spoil it, but Bartek's aged. And Bartek's Bartek's a big boy who's got an appointment with Jesus. I've got an appointment with the last bus of the day. (laughs) So Bartek, hit us in the loincloth. I love this movie. If I watched it as a kid, it would have been a classic that I could talk about on this show. (laughs) But I have to talk about my first experience. And my first experience, aka yesterday, was a great one. I put it on. I lay in bed. (laughs) I pretended I had wine because I don't drink. And I just had the greatest time of my life. Wow. It's funny. It's great. And I'd even dare say it's funny. I think this film could go down as... Possibly the greatest child classic or children's classic that people have never no, seen. No, just one child. <laughs> just the one. Mine. <laughs> the greatest one child's classic ever made. You got us a rating? I give this film a rating of Hall of Intelligence out of Sulfur X. Thank you. <laughs> so, what did the internet have to say, Bartek, well, about this well, famous other, movie? Other than, ha ha ha, no one remembers this movie, Sad Face. <laughs> <laughs> no one remembers this movie. <laughs> we have comments like, R.I.P. Good Old Times. Oh. <laughs> so that's the one kid. Rip the 90s. We've also got, never seen it, downloading now, hope it's as good as y'all say. And that has a response. Is it from them? <laughs> it is. You'll like it, soldier from the hit video game Doom. Because the initial commenter had like a profile <laughs> picture of like a soldier. Of the Doom guy. The next comment gets right to the point. It's a very quick one. Hit to the point. This is awesome movie in 1995 by Heavyweights on Disney. Great. That it is. <laughs> you yep. nailed it. This one also has two responses. Okay. Uh, the initial comment is... And I'll just point out, the user's username for this initial comment is Muscles from Brussels. <laughs> Keenan Thompson at Fat Camp, LOL, colon, capital D, so a very happy face. Yeah! The response is, chill out, Jean-Claude Van Damme. <laughs> and there's another response, there's another response from the exact same person. <laughs> You lucky you, my favourite action star. <laughs> so if he wasn't his favourite action star, there would have been trouble. If he was Schwarzenegger, he would go down. And Who's the... favourite action star is Claude... like Jean-Claude Van Damme? And the last comment I have is, this film gave me nightmares. I loved all the other Disney movies of, the, of this era, but this, for some reason, traumatised me. Not mm. funny at all. Just made me vomit. It might have just been because I was a fat kid. 
Now they got bulimia. Oh oh, no, like they lost a lot of weight because they vomited so much from this movie. And I've oh got... yeah, by the way, Captain, Captain, Captain. That's the yeah. Look at the at the start when they were kind of like oh Captain, and it kind of pans to the badge you're given on the plane. I was like, why the? But I mean, here, would you complain like, if your sense. nickname was Captain? I wouldn't. No, and, that's uh, a pretty dope nickname. And the IMDb review is titled. Heavyweights, the movie of a generation. <laughs> oh. You're right. It is from the 4th of March, 2017. Yes. And it has no rating, but at the end of the review, I believe it does have a number. Yes, it does. Hit and us. this is warning spoilers. Okay, so if you haven't seen the movie, guys, <laughs> spoiler alert. Also, spoiler for Endgame, Ken Jong's in it. <laughs> in the spirit of other masterpieces such as Cool Cat Saves the Kids and The Room, oh my goodness. Heavyweights fires on all cylinders and delivers the laughs while still providing beautiful cinematography. Yeah. The way you can see the cameraman's reflections throughout the movie really makes the experience that much more personal and deep. I actually cried when Lars popped The Blob. The Blob, in my opinion, is probably the greatest character in all of cinema. (laughs) He's the most selfless and heroic character I may have ever seen in film. He's there to provide, not take. And the way Lars destroys him is a great metaphor for how how mankind is destroying the world around (laughs) us for no good reason. The message sounds of, like I wrote this. The message of acceptance is also very inspiring. How these oppressed, ridiculed, and exploited children rise against the norm is truly astounding. Jerry reminds me of Harriet Tubman in how he secretly <laughs> lets the other healthy, in shape, and intelligent live their lives to the fullest, allowing them to have the most high-quality nutrition that was once thought to not even be possible to man. <laughs> all in all, Heavyweights is an amazing film for the whole family. I give this a 9 out of 11. Fantastic. 9. Wow. 9 out of 11. <laughs> That's, That's perfect. 9-11. Well, Bartek... Yeah. You're leaving us. Yeah. This is a first time thing where yeah, Bartek this... is like, I can't stick around for the podcast, but you know what? Sam and I will fill in for you. We'll both be you, yes. and it'll be a one man podcast. I, where it's I, like, I look forward to the first. And then Sam <laughs> said something in Polish. We don't know the Polish. I look forward to the first episode where I do not know what gets recorded. It's okay. I'll say the final line, and you'll accept it. And you'll be like, dang it, I would have said it. Edit in me from other episodes for the rest of the well, episode. <laughs> Sam, have you ever go gone go-karting? Huge. Not like that. Not flying through the air like that. So you have gone go-karting I is have. the answer. Yeah. Well, I, I have, have too, it's, and it's, I have not rad. flown that that high to the sky you know but it was a reference to Icarus you know the movie referenced Icarus earlier on I actually made a mistake with that I thought like oh yeah I knew that he was making a mistake and mixing the things yeah he was was like oh he's mixing it up with Titan but it was Sisyphus there you go Bartek I was also a dummy goodbye Bartek bye goodbye captain goodbye Bartek say something offensive fucker fuck you I'm leaving goodbye fuck oh no no you've done it he's actually he's gone Hey, you too, man. He he's left us, Sam. We're here alone now. That was quite a brisk wind when he. uh... I know. I'm cold now. Bartek's such a fucker. He made me cold. He made you cold. Now, if you had to make a sequel to this movie, in which it was them coming back to camp thirty years later, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, would you still have Ben Stiller in it? Yeah, you have to. You'd have to. This movie would not. 
stand on its own two legs without without. What you're not thinking? You want to go and cast some new famed comedy actor like a like a Channing Tatum, or maybe Seth Rogen. You know who it'd have to be? It'd have to be the same thing. So Ben Stiller would be like the dad <laughs> ag- again, and like yeah. the dad character's cast it. But then it'd be his son is like the new owner of the yeah game. yeah, and maybe that could be like a. Uh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe just like Ben Stiller a... with a mustache, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like CGI'd his face to look young. No, 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 no. He's just wearing like hipster clothes, <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Hey guys, let's vape." <laughs> like Ben Stiller is oh, like a fifty-nine-year-old man. He's a like, real let's special vape. snowflake. He's a special snowflake. Oh look, it's featuring many cast members. Here they are, Tim Blake Nelson. We rest in peace. So the film has come to its climactic ending. It does ending. look like David Bowie, doesn't it? It does, and uh, he is not David Bowie. No. Shocking. I was expecting the Bowman. Uh, Robert E. Spencer III, good for him. Now, Sam, Bartok gave his review and rating. I think we should give ours, you know. We're just as poetic as he is. Oh, ab- absolutely. I'll go first, just so that you can be inspired. You go right ahead. Uh, heavyweights. 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 Yes, it was a perfect movie. This movie, <laughs> just like Emperor's New Groove, Cusco, Cusco, the poison for Cusco, Cusco's poison. You ever see the young ones? Oh, of course. Of course I have. <laughs> cornflakes. Cornflakes, cornflakes, cornflakes. Hands up, who likes me? <laughs> so this movie is as almost as good as the young ones, but in fact, Oof. better. Because this movie has Ben Stiller walking on glass. Need I say more? Apparently, yes, because this is a review. I love this movie, and it was great to see this movie finally in its 100% completion, as God yeah, intended it big, to be. This is a big moment for you. It's I've become a man. Now I can shave. So... <laughs> <laughs> and go to Polish camp, whatever the fuck yeah, that was. And shave with scissors in your friend's bathroom. Yeah, exactly, and then get pussy. So, <laughs> as God intended... <laughs> <laughs> so, as it says in the good book this movie has a lot of things going on it has a lot of heart but it also has a lot of extreme crazy villainous elements and as a kid and as a grown man those are the things I love I love in a movie a really fun antagonist that's tonally different to what the movie is and it feels like they shouldn't be in this movie totally. but somehow it's working and Ben Stiller's performance in this has always stayed with me over the years I've always remembered this performance and thought man I love it when Ben Stiller goes full hogwild villainous and I kind of want to see him do more villainous roles in the future it seems like he's kind of stepped away from that more so over in his later years but I would like to see him turn up as like a villain again in something whether it's a kids movie or a proper adult comedy either way I'd like to see it again I've always thought Ben Still is great and this movie Heavyweights perfect if I had to give this film a rating I would have to give it a oh it's a hard thing to rate this movie it's heavy and it weighs That's true. on my mind. If I have to give this film a rating, I would give it a solid fat boy can run the speed of a bus. Mm-hmm. Out of uh, out of uh, a Ben Stiller runs with jazz hands. Of course, of course. Now, Sam, let's hear from you. Well, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, look, 
it was definitely the kind of thing I was turning it on again. I especially compared to 101 Dalmatians, I had no idea what I was getting into. This the movie first... does have similarities. There is a grown adult who's a villain, and they're fucking crazy. Oh, also, a nice yeah. end the stinger. <laughs> the necklaces. It was perfect. Oh god. So you were saying? Uh, look at the f- the first. You know. You know. Uh, 10 to 20 minutes I was kind of thinking I don't really you know I can't really tell if this movie's a joke or not <laughs> but then I mean when he rocks up he he really does carry the movie he carries the movie more than the main character kid that you're supposed to be attached to oh yeah but that's kind of like a lot big of these time, movies <laughs> big time uh, like we were saying before if there was a sequel I don't think it'd be able to stand on its own two feet without Ben Stiller feet yeah <laughs> there's just there's just no way uh maybe if it was agree. jerry stiller it was <laughs> it was uh it was silly it was fun it was funny at parts of course there was some deceptively good acting littered throughout for what i was expecting uh and for like the general tone of the movie uh overall i i give it um you know you got to give it at least you know seven guitar picks out of um uh one tortured orchid v v drink you're just looking at things and you're like that's what i'll give my rating yeah. it's a good rating system it's it's a perfect least, rating system. at least seven guitar picks so for that, for that thank movie. you so much sam for coming back with us on the journey oh. even if Barta couldn't stick all the way through you know icarus and all thanks thanks for having me back no problem can't wait to watch emperor's new groove oh man emperor's new groove <laughs> is it's got tom jones in it so there it's you go so it. it's got a lot going for it it has eartha kit as He's got John Goodman. He's got the good man. The good, the He's best good... man. Oh, <laughs> they should I, call him John Bestman. I rate him highly. I rate him highly. very highly. I almost good. <laughs> <laughs> so you listening people at home or in your grave have been fantastic, amazing, and wonderful as always. You can find us on the social medias of Facebook and Twitter under Spit and Polish Presents. Rate us and review us on the platforms available for the podcasting variety, whether it's Apple Podcasts, because it's no longer iTunes. iTunes is a dead medium now, apparently. So R.I.P. iTunes and Stitcher and all those things. You can find us on Spotify. We're on, we're on all the things that you can find the audio variety on. We've got a YouTube, even. Find us on there. Subscribe to that for some reason, you know. We have one and people like it, so you can like it too. Be the cool kid that Bartek isn't, because Bartek is so uncool, he had to leave. That was actually the reason he left. I just sensed that he was not being cool. He's on the he's on the bus right now. Bus home to loser town. <laughs> it's a one-way trip, man. So until next time, listening people, remember to be kind to each other, or else Ben Stiller will come into your house late at night. Crawl meat. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna do. I was gonna be like, he, he crawls over your bed. You wake up. He's above you, holding a cabanossi, bends it off, and just goes deli meat and throws it. And that's how you die. That's how you end up in the shallow grave. It's just a shallow grave full of deli meat. That's how I go back to my grave. Exactly. So until next time, remember, deli meat. <laughs> <laughs>